Hi, uh, good evening everyone. Yeah, so this is today's um, today's uh, recording of, of, of the word. So today it's going to be a whole different uh, topic. So now the good part with today is that this topic is going to have series because it's a whole wide topic and then it's going to have series. So for today we'll look at part one and the first series of it. And there will be part two and its own series. And with this one, I pray and hope that we will all be blessed by the time I'm done with this one. Amen. All right, so let's begin. So today, we will be looking at seasons and opportunities. That's the topic for today, seasons and opportunities. And for today, I, 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 I strongly recommend that we should all take note, write down you know, notes and points, yeah, because these topics are topics that will actually help you a lot in your lives. So I strongly recommend that we should write down some notes and, and yeah, and take down, you know, uh, most important points. So let us begin. So once again, seasons and opportunities, that's what we'll be looking at today. So for the introduction, after we got born again, and receive Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we now have to start building better characters in Christ. Galatians 2 verses 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Meaning that our characters must be like that of the one that lives in us. Building character in Christ must come as a result of wisdom from God. Uh, Proverbs uh, 4 verses 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Now, what does, that, what does this uh, particular understanding do? What it does is that, you know, when you read the same uh, scripture, but verse 8, it says, Exhort her. By her, they're referring to this wisdom. I mean, you're talking about exhorting the wisdom of God. So he said, exhort her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. So this wisdom will bring you honor when you embrace it because it is from God, you know. For the fact that you embrace the wisdom that comes from God or the wisdom that God has installed in your spirit, that very wisdom will embrace you. And when it does, you will receive that character outwardly. Here, we were talking about character in the beginning. We were talking about how, you know, we can grow our characters in Christ. One of them is by embracing the wisdom that God has put in our spirits. And once you embrace it, it shall also embrace you openly. Meaning when it embraces you openly, you begin to possess a certain character that people will begin to see in you for the fact that it has been openly embraced. I hope you understand that point. Yeah. And then in line with building character, we must understand that certain desires that we want from God have their own seasons of harvest. We're talking about seasons here. So we're talking about seasons of harvest. So certain desires have got their own seasons of harvest. You can only, you know, get certain things from God once it's the right season. And that's why I'm going to teach you about these particular seasons. 
yeah this whole topic was inspired to me uh, during the day i believe the holy spirit just brought it to me because it was it, it just came to me of a sudden so i believe the holy spirit spoke to me about this one and i believe i'm going to elaborate strongly on this one because most of you people will actually need this to progress in your life i strongly believe that yeah so um this topic will basically teach us of the various seasons and ways in which we can harvest through these seasons in order to further build characters and better foundations in Christ. Alright? So, that's what this topic is basically going to do. It's going to guide us on how we can better our foundations in Christ. How can we better uh, build our foundations in Christ? You know? So, um, let's go to the next uh the next uh, point here, we'll talk about seasons, basically. So seasons, by definition, what is a season? So seasons are each of the four divisions of the year, spring, summer, autumn, and a winter, marked by particular weather patterns and daylight hours, resulting from the Earth's changing position with regard to the sun. That definition is from the dictionary. That's a definition for seasons that is taken from the dictionary. That's what people think about seasons and all that. So now let's 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 see what the Bible or let's see what God rather says about these uh, seasons that we're trying to talk about here. Now from the Bible, Ecclesiastes three verses one says, "To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven." Are you seeing that? Let me repeat that again. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. The Bible tells us that for every season, there is a purpose under heaven. That's what is being elaborated here. For every season, there is a purpose under heaven. That's what the Bible simply says. And when we also pick it up uh, from verse 11 of the same chapter, it says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. So meaning... That at that particular time or season, God has made that particular purpose beautiful. Are we getting that point? What I'm trying to say here is that God, you know, in every season or at every particular season, every spiritual season that's going on in your life. Moreover, these are spiritual seasons we're talking about. These are not physical. These are spiritual seasons. Seasons that are happen in your life spiritually. So now, that particular time or season that you are undergoing, God has made that particular purpose beautiful because that season has a purpose and God has made that purpose beautiful. That's how wonderful God has made that season, that particular season. That's why it's important for us to, you know, actually go deep and dive into these uh, seasons, these seasons that we're talking about. So now in order for us to actually harvest from, you know, that particular season or rather, for us to flow in that particular spiritual season, we must first know or understand or recognize the season that you are in. You cannot have vest minus knowing what season you are in. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, you go into a, a shop, right? And then you start looking for uh, a Lamborghini in shop, right? You know, you can't find a Lamborghini in shop, right? Because shop, right, is for goods. That's it. You can't find, you know, a Lamborghini in shop, right? So that's the same thing here. So we have to understand we have to better understand the types of seasons so that we can know to say in this particular season the god is going uh, god is going to sorry god is going to do this for me all right or i'm going to harvest such a harvest from this particular season because you have the full understanding of what the seasons are and at the, at the times when they come all right let's okay let's continue and go deep on go deeper on this one so we are going to look at uh, spiritual seasons in life. So the first season we're going to look at today, uh, dear friends, 
is the dry season. Now this one is only for today. Okay, we'll look at the next one uh, uh, tomorrow. So for today, we'll be looking at the dry season. Now, what is the dry season? All right. So um, the dry season in this context of us, not necessarily scripture, but the dry season, this might be one of the toughest seasons out there. This is that season where we feel God isn't listening to our cries and sorrows. When we read Exodus 1 verses 8 to 14, you know, we read of how the Israelites, or rather the children of God, were held captive for approximately 215 years. You know, in other studies of the word or documentaries, uh, it says they were held or kept in Egypt for about 430 years. That's a huge amount of years, you know. And then, you know, in those years, the the children of Israel, they suffered, you know. It's not like they were enjoying. It's not like they were in some hotel or, or whatsoever. You know, in those years that they were held captive, the children of Israel actually suffered terribly you know yeah and in those years the bible simply tells us to say the children of israel or god's children suffered terribly let me just quote this scripture out for you in my bible so when you pick it up from exodus uh, 1 verses 8 just like i quoted earlier verses 8 to you can read it up to even the whole chapter, yeah, you, you can finish the whole chapter in your own free time. But for me, I'm going to pick it up from 1 verses 14. It says, And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage, in mortar, in brick, and in all manner of service in the field. All their service in which they made them serve was with rigor. What does this mean? The Egyptians actually made the Israelites suffer. It's as if maybe they had some debt that they had to pay and, and that wasn't even the case. They made them suffer badly and bitterly. That's what the verse says. It says and they made their lives bitter and hard. You know? So, this was the Israelites or rather the children's, the, 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 the uh, God's children were undergoing their dry season. Okay. All right. Okay, so um, this therefore doesn't mean that God did not want to save them. Mm -mm. For them to undergo such a situation, it's not that God hated them, you know, God was trying to punish them, not really. Remember earlier, as we read from the word, that God makes everything beautiful at his own time and season for a purpose. So God, you know, does certain things at his own time with his own purpose. You know, you may be going through some times in your life, and then you feel God has forgotten you. No, God has a purpose for that particular happening. And then one thing I want you to take note of is there's a difference between a temptation and a test. Testing comes from God. God will test you. But the devil is the one that will come and tempt you. God can never tempt you. Don't make a mistake by saying, no, God was tempting me to do this so that he can see if my faith is strong. No, God will only test you to see if your faith is actually strong. That's the only thing that God does. He tests us in fact he tests our faith to see if we actually have full faith in him so this season 
has actually occurred to many of us a number of times in our lives. And to some extent, we feel that God has totally forgotten about us. As a result, you feel your life experience doesn't line up with what you know to be true about God. Then you begin to think to yourself, if God guides his children, why can't I sense it? If he cares, why don't I feel it? You start asking yourself those funny questions just because, you know, you're going through that hard time and all that, you know. But then that is just simply our human thoughts about that particular situation. You know, Isaiah 41 verses 10 says, fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed. Dismayed means to cause someone to feel concern or distress. Now the Bible says, do not be dismayed or do not be concerned or distressed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's assurance from God. Furthermore, if you read our Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus amen so you know god in here is basically telling us to say you know when we go through uh, the dry season we simply most of the times the mistake that we make is that we simply turn off our spiritual minds and then enter the physical minds now the physical minds and the spiritual minds there's a big difference there you know we turn off our spiritual minds and then now we start thinking physically you know you start thinking in line with the world you know the the, the sinful nature and all that I'm, I'm also going to make a topic on on the righteous nature and the sinful nature because there's a difference between the righteous nature and the sinful nature i think i've told some of you about it yeah you i'll send a topic on that one as well yeah so um we shouldn't mistaken you know uh the thoughts of the world and the thoughts of the spirit you see the thoughts of the world <laughs> are in line with the world and the thoughts of the spirit are in line with the spirit your holy spirit when you when you get saved and you receive christ as your lord and personal your, your holy spirit will never you know advise you to think in line with the world say no god hates me god doesn't want me god this god that no that's not your holy spirit that's your mind thinking there and then you know so the lord is and will always be with us even through these dry seasons all he wants is for you to fully confidently depend on him only you know others make the mistake of being dependent on their resources at that particular time that's why even when you when your resources are, are done you know he doesn't come through god doesn't come through there and then no he does not because initially you had not acknowledged him or acknowledged his presence in your life in the first place you know you had these resources you thought maybe let's say if you have i don't know if you have your salary and all that you know you don't need god and, and the like now that it has finished uh, in the middle of the month you start remembering god and then you think god will come through no it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that god wants children god wants his children to actually be consistent with him he wants his children to actually always follow him and not you know pretend to follow him you only want him when things are bad for you you only want him when 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 you know life becomes hard when you see it say now the dry season has hit you so hard <laughs> god doesn't come through like that you have to be consistent with god you know depend on god at all times let him intervene in your life and he will surely strengthen you in the dry season you see 
these particular seasons that I'm trying to lay out here, uh, this the spiritual seasons in life, God has is is actually the one that made these seasons. You know, He made them for His purpose. We already read in the Bible to say there are, there are seasons, and then God made them for His own good will, His own good purpose. If you read Revelation somewhere there, it it simply tells us why God made us for His own pleasure. So even these same seasons, He makes them in His own good will, in His purpose. He has a purpose for everything. You see, that's that's how God is. Time, God made time. This world, God made this world. He made the heavens. He made everything with a purpose. So even the dry season is with a purpose. So, dear friend, I don't know what you're going through at the moment. You know, you may be going through hard times, you know, at home. Things may be bad. I don't know. Your parents in the house. I don't know what you're going through at the moment. But then keep in mind to say there are seasons. There are spiritual seasons in life. And one of these seasons is the dry season. The dry season is when, you know, things seem to be tough. This is a season where it feels as if maybe God has forgotten you. It feels just so dry. It feels like, you know, there's no hope and all that. But then keep in mind to say God has made this season and it will pass. Every season passes. They come and they go. God has made this particular uh, season. This is only there to strengthen you, to strengthen your faith in him. What God wants is for you to be fully dependent on him. You know, you may ask uh, a pastor or whosoever to uh, heal you of some, you know, illness and all that. And then now, you know, the moment they pray for you, you feel ah, better and healed and all that. The next thing you know, you're going back home. It comes back again. Why? You are not dependent on God. You are dependent on the pastor. All right. So, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, or friends rather, let us not be dependent on, you know, uh, things like churches, you know, people, preachers and all that. Let us base our faith on God directly. There is no two way about it. Don't base your faith on someone. Because what happens is that if you base your faith on someone, once that person, you know, stops doing the things that you always expect them to do, let's say they stop praying, they stop reading the Bible, even you, you become affected because your faith was in them. <laughs> it's like you believed in them for a better life. And then now that they stopped, uh, you know, going forward with their life, even you, you, you decide to give up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. God never created you like that. God made you better than that. So base your faith in him, not in anyone else. For if you base your faith in God, ha, I assure you to say, nothing in this world is going to bring you down, not even the devil himself. Nothing is going to bring you down because your faith will be based on God. It will be so strong in God and God will always come through for you. He created this dry season. So when you go through the dry season, don't lose hope. Just put all your faith in God. Put all your hope in God. Trust God. He is going to provide you with the strength to go through this dry season and once you do that your faith even becomes stronger and then the lord will keep on to bless you amen i hope you've been blessed by this wonderful message so for uh tomorrow we are going to look at as i said earlier it's in series so tomorrow the next season we're going to look at is the waiting season and i hope you're excited for this one this one's going to be amazing the waiting season so i hope uh we'll all be you know available uh, to listen to this wonderful uh, message. Thank you and God bless you.